Welcome into DTC, October 15th, 2017, week six of the NFL season. The Washington Redskins played the San Francisco 49ers. I guess it's a victory Sunday, FP, here with me, but this was not a not a good victory at all. I mean, there were so many things to talk about here, FP, but before we get into football, this was a big week in DC sports. We had the Nationals, you know, crushing game five loss, and then we had the U.S. men's national team lose on Monday. This was a horrible week. I mean, in, in my opinion, I thought nothing could get worse this week. I thought the Redskins were going to lose and just doom and gloom all over the place. Um, I just want to get your opinions on the Nationals' loss and the U.S. men's national team loss, if you even care about that. Um, I definitely don't care. Uh, I've already checked it out of my mind. I will say, had the Redskins lost today, that curse would have been all I could think about. Because leave it up to a D.C. team to almost lose. I asked you about the Nationals and the U.S. men's national team. And yeah. you're already talking about Redskins. Yeah, because I don't care. And the Redskins somehow. But un- I'm asking you about the Nationals. Well, who cares? The Nas- the season is over. That is what I think about the Nationals. The so you're not as bitter as Stevie and Joe. I only watch playoff baseball. And I'm used to watching the Nationals lose playoff baseball. So nothing shocking happened to me over this past week. I don't care about soccer. So... Yeah, back to football. Give me percentages. What are the percentages that Stevie and Joe watched today's game? I'm going to say Mr. Steve, Bitter and Mr. Bitter. I'm going to say Steve probably watched a quarter and a half, saw probably us falling apart in the second half, and then gave it up, and he probably went to go check out the new wharf again. It's nice weather outside here in D.C. Joe, I don't know. He was either busy trolling somebody on Facebook, or he was with the Twins, or he was doing – some kind of of his 7,000 job. So I don't know if Joe's fully committed to watching the entire game. I think Joe has an iPhone 8 for sale. So if anyone's looking for it, <laughs> hit up Joe on Twitter for his iPhone 8, 250 bucks. <laughs> all right, let's get into the game. Let's I mean, it. so all right, let's go first initial reactions. I thought in the first quarter of 17-0, I thought game over, blowout, Redskins crush it like they're supposed to. But then I remember this is Washington, D.C., the Niners came back and tied it up at 17-17. On a play that was completely fluky, the Vernon Davis fumble garbage, with his, with his arm, forearm clearly down, his whole elbow clearly down, clearly no ball coming out. Clearly everybody on NFL, um, Mike Pereira and all the announcers think he's down, he's have down. You noticed, have you noticed Mike Pereira, whenever it, it, he's talking about a Redskins review. It's always the opposite. It's always the opposite when it's when it's him talking about a Redskins review. He's usually 100% accurate with every other team, every other review. But when it's the Redskins, he just gets it wrong. Or, conspiracy theory, we <laughs> we just can't get it right. I don't. I mean, we're, we're, no, I don't but know. but FP, th- this is multiple weeks now. So you you have the Philly game, which was clearly a forward pass, and they called a, a fumble. Then you have today. Um, the Vernon Davis, and then you had, I, I believe you had one in Oakland. Uh, I don't remember exactly the play, but still, th- this well, is clearly something where the, the NFL referees are, are completely way off. And then, well, not even to today, pivot. You had the beat hard. I, I, that's what <laughs> I call hard. For, for, for future reference for this podcast, I'm, refer- I'm referring to the Niners' uh, second quarterback change as beat hard. So We'll get into them. We'll get into them. <laughs> but, but I want to talk about something that actually happened last week, and I put it up on Twitter, and I thought, this was going to blow up the Twitter, Twitter sphere. You have a Dallas Cowboys assistant coach kick 
the uh, the marker for the first down to help the Cowboys get that first down, and no one saw it. No one said anything. There was no like like that was clearly on TV on national television. This dude kicked the marker a few inches, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. He I think touched the marker. He's not allowed to touch the marker. Right, right, why right. is that okay? Why why is the NFL really, not, not reviewing this? Why is there why is there no repercussions for this, for this man? For this being a victory Sunday, you have Redskins loss of voice going on right now. It's no. okay, man. It's okay. Just breathe. Look, first of all, it's the Cowboys. We're used to them getting their way or or finding a way around the system, as you can see with the whole Zeke never ending appeals process, right? So that's one thing. But I really want to dive into this game because as good of a team as we thought we were stomping the Raiders, who at the time we thought was a Super Bowl contender, and then coming out there and handling handling the Kansas City Chiefs and losing off uh, a misplay to Dachshund or whatever the case may be, we thought we had a solid team. And then you come out this week, after the bye, your defense is keeping up a goose egg for the first half. Your offense is rolling, right? They get a, a touchdown in the first drive, which was huge. And then you get a three and out and you punt, whatever. And then you get another touchdown. And all of a sudden, you're up 17-0. And you're like, yeah, okay, our team is good. And then reality hits us in the face. The injuries start piling up. I mean, the whole game, you heard me. I I don't know what it was this week, but I, I guess I just woke up anti-Gruden and, and his play-calling abilities. And I think for a little bit there... He wasn't changing it up enough, and the 49ers were. Um, the, 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 the quarterback change made the difference in that game for them. And, and you know what? They may be 0-6, but they're three, four plays away from being a winning team, a, a winning record team. So it, it was a scary win because it, it showed our vulnerabilities, and a lot of them are injury, but it showed our vulnerabilities, and we just need – to be we need to find some something to to make us click that much more i don't want to see jet sweep to crowder fake and then you pitch to, to thompson i don't want to see that it, it felt like we did that once every six downs i, I don't want to see that overutilized. The, the the magic of chris thompson is when you sneak him in there and then he changes it up if you use him as an all down back which we did today he's not going to do anything for yeah you. yeah but fp the Redskins passed to nine receivers today. The Redskins' mo is get everybody on the offense involved, involved, and everyone and, was involved. But, yeah. So, but like, the key was when we utilized everybody, and the 49ers had to account for everybody. We moved the ball, but we kept falling into, I don't know, default mode where it was the Chris Thompson show. I don't know why you're so pissed off at Chris Thompson. I, Chris listen, Thompson had four catches for I, 100 yards. I love Chris Thompson. Why? But what why? I'm saying is. You kept falling into routine play call, and you didn't change it up enough. You didn't no, have Kirk. I completely disagree. The play calling was on point today. Everyone got involved. Was it on the, point? The reason why there was receivers was open. Was it on point? You barely won a game against the 49ers by two points by the grace of Kendall Fuller intercepting a, a pass. You, you almost lost to a... A completely defeated team. Yeah, you almost but was the play calling that's not on play point. Calling. No, that's players. Players got to play. The play calling was completely fine. Players got to play. Uh, Samaj Piran, complete disappointment so far. I mean, the guy. Hey, he, he had a ran, touchdown catch today. He had a heads up touchdown. You catch. had three plays to get ten yards, and you did not. You got a total of three I think, yards. I think we said it today. We need Fat Rob back. You need a true first down back to come in there 
and 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 churn up yards to get more than two two and a half yards of carry. I want to see at the very least four and a half five yards of carry. The the running game was a weakness today. Chris Thompson was the only th- reason that the running game ever worked. Um, the the passing game. I mean, honestly, you got to say that Ryan Grant is our number one most um, reliable receiver right now. There's no chance that Terrell Pryor is there I'm, or that I'm, Josh Doxson is there. You know right what? Now. Josh Doxson got me a touchdown today, so he's he's going to be saved from my hate. Josh Terrell Doxson, Pryor, Terrell one Pryor catch, to go away. eleven yards, one touchdown. It, uh, it doesn't matter. It was four touchdown. Terrell Pryor needs Terrell to Pryor go three away. catches, twenty three yards. N- neither of these receivers right now are playing like a number one or number two they're playing like a number three or number four ryan grant three catches 39 yards much better than any of the other ones but still not there yet vernon davis three catches 65 yards like there's still a major gap in this receiving core there's still a there's still a huge again, problem again your, your you, leading you, pass catcher is chris thompson that's again, an issue listen you're you're saying it falls on the players and it does a lot of it falls on the players a lot of it falls on kirk he had a couple balls get away from him today but again, a lot of it comes down to the package you put on the field and the play call. And a lot of those play calls were horrible. No, I, I don't get it. We no, were no, in no. the end you're, zone you're and we did a handoff to Niles Paul as a fullback in the end zone. Are you kidding me right now? In the red zone, that's what we do? Yeah. A, a handoff to Niles Paul. Okay. A, a failed tight end who's a special teams captain is all of a sudden a fullback and you think he's going to be the guy to score for you? Listen, it's hey, victory if, Sunday. If the line, it's it's four. It was what third and one. If the line does their job and puts a hole in there, Niles Paul can run through that hole. You can't blame the players or the coaches for the the miss. If you can't blame the players or the coaches, who are you blaming? The fans? No, the players. The players are on the field. They're <laughs> the ones who are on the field. They're the ones who got to catch the ball. They're the ones who got to run the ball. Those players are the ones to be blamed. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the Redskins won. The Redskins got really lucky. You essentially had uh, Joe playing cornerback today. I mean, Quentin Dunbar and Fabian Monroe. Like, okay. Sucks for that guy, man. Can you imagine growing up with your last name being Beat Hard? <laughs> why are you talking horrible. about him? Beat, why, why are you, you mean why am I talking? Because when Hoyer was in, we were 17-0. and We were doing great. Our defense looked lights out, and then this beat hard comes in, and all of a sudden, we're scrambling, we're getting injured, we're letting big plays go, we're not able to tackle anymore, this guy's running behind our, our safeties. All of a sudden, you get a, a little bit of a surge on, on your opponent's offense, and our defense forgets what to do. Our defense wasn't prepared for somebody to move the ball. I mean, what, what do you mean... It was shocking. It was shocking that our defense, and this is the shift, right? We just talked about offense. It's shocking that your defense can come out and they can have a goose egg on the board. When a defense has a zero on the scoreboard, you play with swag. You play with more passion. Look, 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 FP. I said this at at the beginning of the football season on this podcast that I have a theory. As soon as one quarterback is changed, as soon as a quarterback is changed, they're good for one game. And you know what? Beat Hart or Bethard or whatever his name is, give him his credit for I guess his grandfather's work. But <laughs> he he the Redskins were not prepared for him. Whatever it is, listen, he was able to move the ball. The Redskins were prepared for Brian Hoyer not being able to move the ball. I, Carlos Hyde being non existent. That's who the Redskins were prepared for. They were prepared to go out and practice today. That and not is play a not game. they good they enough. Had a, you cannot give me a defense that's only prepared for what they're expecting. I need a defense to come out there. And just play fundamentally sound, punch you in the but mouth, FP, you, amazing 
defense. You had a receiver playing corner. You had I, a, a guy with one shoulder playing the other corner. Yes, injuries and then you played had a, a non-drafted. Part of it. Yes. Can you stop cutting me off? This is a conversation. <laughs> okay, you keep cutting me off. You go on rants about players and bumper sticker sayings and and bread and butter. The defense struggled today. I'm because sorry. Because the players stunk, stink today. Stunk. Yes, <laughs> I agree with you. So it's not on the coaching. You can't blame. It's the on everyone. It's uh, this is. How angry are we right now during this victory? The fact that we're this angry on a victory Sunday says something. And it's uh, don't give me that it's the players and not the coaches. Don't give me that it's the coaches and not the, it's the whole team. It's the entire franchise. You cannot come out on a Sunday at home after a bye, a bye week and struggle this hard to an 0-6 49ers team. You but can't do it. If I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, everyone think, is to blame. I the solution this, is everyone is to blame. This is a victory Sunday, yet somehow... Everyone is to blame more for the struggle than for the win. If I'm not mistaken, this is Jay Gruden's first win post-bye post yes. week. This is his first win. And this is Dustin Hopkins' 14,000th game where he's given up some kind of easy point that puts us in struggle in the last two minutes of a game. Absolutely. It, yeah, Dustin Hopkins, dude, you got to make an extra point. It's a freaking extra point. Do you, You're do up you know, nine points. Do you know make the, the extra point. Do you it's know? called extra for a reason. It's an easy <laughs> point. Make the point. I don't understand. If you can't make it, let's bring someone in here who can make it, okay? Like, no, great don't, br- that don't bring me a kicker controversy. I don't, I don't want that. You know who? what? I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm, I'm going to move away from kicking because it gets really boring for me really fast. The MVP for the Redskins today, Pierre Garçon. For pulling a <laughs> Pierre Garçon and losing his temper or, 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 or getting mad or, or committing some sort of penalty, the, the, the pick, and, and essentially knocking his team out of field goal range. He is my MVP. Thank you for that, Pierre Garcon. I will go and order some of your crap-ass pizza later this week. He, yeah, dude, he, he <laughs> definitely won us the game. There's no doubt about it. He at least got them out of field goal range. where They may have had a chance. I mean, their kicker is pretty damn good. But his penalty w- was pretty awesome. So thank you, Pierre. And no thank you for coming back, even though Joe and Steve love you and want you to come back. But I'm sorry. Your time is over. Now you're washed up. I will say this as angry as we are on this victory Sunday, do you think any of it has to do that we faced Kyle Shanahan because he is a coordinator? He is semi familiar with how things are run here. Dude, Kyle Shanahan sucks. Kyle Shanahan is awful. I agree with that. I, and I think he will be fired within two years. We talked about this earlier. Sean McVay, great coordinator, gonna probably be a good coach, a good leader. Kyle Shanahan has done nothing, has blown a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, constantly, well, time and time again, does not understand how to play you know, sound football when you're up. The dude is playing Madden. Don't, talk, don't tell me about <laughs> Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan so, stinks. So they were talking about it. You have Kyle Shanahan as your, your coordinator from 2010 to 2013. Um, and then all I remember in that time period was the Donovan McNabb mess up, the Sexy Rexy mess up, the John Beck mess up, the misutilization of the RG3, Kirk Cousins' entire scenario mess up. And then when McVeigh was your coordinator from, I guess, what, 2014 to last year, all of a sudden your offense clicks, all of a sudden Jordan Reed works, all of a sudden all these things happen. But I will say it is nice to get your second win against a former coordinator and you kind of 
shut down the notion that they were the the guys that made this team and your team wins with what it, it I I don't know. I I can't even talk. I'm still kind of in shock that this game came down to as close as it came down to. It's a Redskins game. It always comes down to the last two minutes. No matter who we're playing, we play up to the competition, we play down to the competition. That's just the Redskins' MO. And that's just the, how know? this team is. But I'll tell you what. Honestly, I think if if you had a healthy Dunbar or, or a healthy Breland and a healthy Norman in there, I don't think this game goes to a two-point game. Yeah, of course, because Aldrick Robinson doesn't get a 45-yard touchdown. <laughs> yeah, that was a complete debacle by... Uh, Monte or was it, I think it was Monte Nicholson and, and Fabian Monroe, Moreau. But both of them, I mean, it was a complete debacle. These guys were not ready to to play, and then I don't think they were prepared this week as if they were going to play. Let's hope that Bashad Breland comes back. I know he's got a sprain or something with his MCL. He's got an MRI tomorrow. Let's hope that he's good, and let's hope that it's not long term. Let's hope that um, that Norman comes back next week. Big game against Philadelphia. This, you know, it sucks that the bye week's over and we don't have any more time for the rest of the year to get healthy. But these guys have, you know, if you're not 100% and you're 75%, you got to play 75%. So hopefully these guys come in. Kendall Fuller is having a career year. I mean, the guy is always in the right spot now. After getting slammed last year by the whole fan base, by coaches, by everybody, being benched for Deshaun Phillips, um, <laughs> he's come back oh, and put Deshaun on a good showing Phillips. this year. So props to Kendall Fuller, props to Mason Foster, Matt Ioannidis, props to him. I mean, for once, I, I would say that this team is actually developing players, players who have been drafted, As who have been late-round draft picks, I are actually developing something that we haven't had in how many years? Who knows? You guys can't see this right now, but LP is just staring off into the distance, ranting and saying all these things. He's not having a conversation with me anymore, which is kind of funny. He's just He has all this pent-up frustration slash joy slash excitement that is just pouring out of him. I, I'm literally just staring at him, staring into the distance as he talks. What I want to talk about... FP, this is what the U.S. men's <laughs> national team does to you after 1990, nobody, last time qualifying. Listen, I'm pissed off this listen, week. Don't mess with me. Nobody cares about soccer. Nobody cares that we didn't qualify. That's why we didn't qualify, because nobody cares. Stop bringing up soccer on a football That's podcast. absolutely right, because you're right. <laughs> nobody cares about this stupid sport. I do like that you gave Ioannidis the shout-out. Brown, you got to sign him after the year. He made a huge stop behind the line of play. Kerrigan got another sack. I do like that as much as the defense struggled, you had the playmakers make their plays. And I love Minuski, and I love that even though you're struggling at times, it still looks like your defense can make sound plays, can make sound tackles. Now, obviously, there's some things to clean up. When the Niners have the ball and they're going to get into field goal range, we're not protecting the edges. We're not protecting the the, the, the sidelines. We're not doing any of that stuff. Our linebackers don't know where the first down marker is and to keep guys in front of them. There's some stuff to clean up there. But as a whole, I'm still I'm still high on this defense. But fully, that offense. Fully healthy. Fully healthy. Fully healthy, yes. Oh, I'm high on the offense, to be honest. I am not high on the offense. I, think I will be happy when Fat Rob comes in. Because you need a fat Rob. You can't overutilize Chris Thompson. Yes, he had a huge game. Yes, he had 100 yards off four receptions or whatever. But I'm not – I need my real running back in there. And I love the O-line, and I love that Trent sucked it up and came out there and played today even though he was limpy or gimpy or whatever other – That's a, that's an understatement right there because Trent, Trent Williams, you know, he always walks with a limp. But today you can tell the, the guy was injured. Yes. And, and he came, and you didn't hear a single – Word. You didn't hear his name called once. Yes, he that, held his own against 
against the defense. I mean, Joe and Steve talked about it with the, the other two guest speakers on the preview. That defense, you're not worried about the secondary. You're worried about the front. And that front at times, I mean, we protected Kirk, but that front at times looked like they were getting ready to, to make a big play. And our O-line held up, and I, and I love it. Um, I don't know, man. It was just... Yeah, if you look at the receivers, there, there's nothing, nothing that. What do you change? Nothing is outstanding. What do you here. change? Nothing is, nothing is acceptable from what, these receivers. What do you, if you're Dre Gruden, go into this week and practice and and try to improve? What do you, what do you tell your guys? You you go into this locker room and you guys you go guys you're lucky, you shouldn't have had this win. We gave away this game and by some miracle we got the W. No, because of Pierre Garcon, you got the W. Yeah, but. What do you tell your guys? What do you go into the week practicing? I think the game plan has to shift. I think you got to go back to inside out and go Doxon or Joe, go Crowder, Crowder and, and Reed, Reed yes. and Vernon Davis as your primary targets and TP and Doxon as I'm so, as I, your secondary targets. I'm done with TP. He's gone. I'm done with him. I don't like him. I, he hasn't proved that I'm he's so happy worth he's on a one-year right rental. He, he hasn't proved he's worth anything I, right I now. want him off this team. He is he is on the hit list. But I tell you, like I'm, I'm the eternal optimist, and I think that these guys are just gonna start clicking one day. But I'm starting it's, to realize that it's just not gonna happen anytime soon. It's week six, soon. man. It's, it's week, week six. six. Yeah. How fast does the the season go by? Yeah, it's but week you, six. You do, when do you want them to click? Week, you do week say thirteen that, when when you're trying to be a wild card team. Like yeah. I want us to click now and not worry about being a wild card team. But this is where the Doxon injury last year puts us back so far because he should have been doing this last year and then. You know, in and his coming second out year, year, coming yes. out much better. But you see, like, as bad as he's been, he's at least been in the right positions. He's catching the ball a little bit more. He's he's taking small steps forward where, you know, it's we weren't all expecting that. Okay, so the, the end zone pass um, to him, it was right in his hands, but there was a completely blown call right there. He was completely held um, for a good one second by the cornerback there. So that was a blown call. I mean... I would say, on average, I will give the refs an F for this game because they they blew a lot of calls. I mean, the refs in general in the NFL are just getting worse and worse. NFL thought, hire full-time refs and you'll be able to uh, improve the, the quality of the refs. That has not shown true at all. These refs need to watch game film or something because they're missing calls left and right. But that's, you know, it, it's part of the game. You got to win despite the refs, no matter what. And it's not just the Redskins, it's every team. I'll tell you what, next week against the Eagles will be a big test. It will be a big test because somehow the Eagles are a 5-1 team. Carson Wentz doesn't look like a bad quarterback. Their receivers are making plays, and somehow their completely injured defense is finding a way to help ensure their victories. And here we are. Playing catch up, going against the Eagles Monday night next week. We need that W. And right now, all I'm focused on is get your guys healthy, work up your fundamentals, have Kirk. I don't care how long he has to stay out there. I know he's a new dad. Congrats, Kirk. But you need to spend some time with your receivers, get on the right page, the same page, because next week is your season, right? Next week is your season. If you want any fighting chance to go into the end of this season as a playoff caliber team, the card, I mean, 
everything is falling in place for the Redskins to just get out of their own way and become a dominant force. McAdoo has blown up the Giants and everybody's injured. Zeke's suspension is about to go through. You're about to face the Eagles for the second time if you split the series with them. Aaron Rodgers is hurt, so the Packers have fallen. All you have to worry about is getting out of your own way. And that's what I'm worried about because as you saw today, we did not get out of our own way. I mean, I hate Joe sometimes, but he was texting on the WhatsApp group and we are inept. We are incapable of playing a full game. And you can see against that Raiders team, we played a full game. All cylinders are firing, no miscues, and we looked scary good. But then every week since, you're, something is happening. We, Some, we can't put a full four quarters together. We can't yes. put a full four quarters tomorrow. 17-0 in the first quarter and then ending it at, what, 26-24? I mean, scoring, what, nine points in three quarters? Yeah. Is that right? It's horrible. Or what, maybe it was in the at second quarter. At one point, quarter. you had 17 unanswered, right? Yep, you had 17 unanswered. It's you unacceptable. Yeah. And and injuries can't be an excuse. The The backup players got to be ready to go. Speaking of backup players, I saw that they asked DJ Swearinger who, if he knew who the, the backup quarterback in San Francisco was. He said he had no idea. Beat hard. <laughs> he, they weren't prepared for, for beat hard. Beat hard? I Is don't even hard? know how to say his real Bethard? name anymore. Bethard? Bobby Bethard the 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 third yeah. <laughs> whatever he is props um, props to to Ring of Honor Bethard for the skins but beat hard you are not you're beat hard I'm sorry what did you think about the Kyle Shanahan uh, putting um, Alger Robinson Logan Paulson and Pierre Garcon as captains <laughs> today who cares actually I'm glad Pierre Garcon is out there <laughs> <laughs> thank okay. you Pierre I don't care I did play, Logan I, Paulson did you even see him on the field no okay. honestly if if I w- if I was Jay Gruden and I saw uh, Logan Paulson as a captain, I would completely change the defensive game plan. And it would be get Logan Paulson on the field, get him the ball, let him catch it, let him run 15 yards down the field. And drop the ball. Let him <laughs> drop the ball. That is, <laughs> that is his number one thing. He's so good at that. So let him do it. And then uh, I, for Aldrich Robinson, I don't know. I'd just let him play in, in, pre, in uh, warm-ups and let him concuss somebody because <laughs> that's what he's good at. <laughs> it's kind of a joke. I mean... Really, really, Kyle Shannon, you're 0-5 and you're trying to troll the Redskins? Really? Like, dude, you're about to get fired. Right, this, you suck. This you podcast, are awful. This podcast is all about trolling people. Everyone see Joe. Um, trolling people's fun sometimes. And if you're in a if you're in a team that's, that's You don't troll 5, somebody when you're 0-5. Yeah, but when you're 0-5, who cares? Do whatever you want. Get a little chuckle out of life. I mean Dude, you're 0-5. You don't troll somebody. Jeff Fisher tried it a couple years ago. How did that work out for him? He <laughs> traded 75 picks for RG3, and what have you done with those 75 I, picks? I mean, what what have we done? I mean... <laughs> well, RG3. Uh, I think he's trying to get back into the game with his Twitter game or something. I don't know. It comes down Talking, to this. Calling for Sam Bradford's we, uh, <laughs> retirement. It, com- <laughs> it comes down to this. Some Don't forget, even though the tone of this podcast has been negative, this is a victory Sunday. We are three and two. We are second in the East. We are getting ready to watch the Giants just hopefully embarrass themselves tonight against the Broncos. Didn't they already embarrass themselves with DRC calling him Ben McAdoo? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that embarrassment enough? Ben McAdoo might be one of (laughs) the greatest insults I've heard in a long time. But it is a victory Sunday. And I can now watch my fantasy teams lose in peace. I can now watch the rest of football in peace, and I can get ready for us to take it to the Eagles. I 
I'm happy. I overall, I'm happy that this is a three and two team because preseason predictions were one way a win from the most that we thought we would get this year. So hopefully we go four and two. And then And that's in the next six. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I think the Eagles is gonna is gonna really prove a, a tough matchup. We really need to get our corners healthy. I don't honestly I don't think Norman's gonna play. But hopefully if not Breland's okay. The Eagles, he'll play the week after. But even if not, I don't have an issue with Moreau or um, Dunbar playing. They they just need the prep, the week's worth of prep to get there. And I and I have full confidence in those guys' abilities. So I'm not really too worried about that. Honestly, the Eagles don't scare me. I I saw Minnesota go like five and zero last year, then go zero and five. They will that. implode. Yeah. I see that with Philly. I really do see that with Philly. Not only that, their fans suck. Their people suck. Um, so yeah, Philly's not the best place. If you're one of the beat reporters, we're try we're gonna try to get on later this week. Pretend you didn't hear that. No, I'm just kidding. I love <laughs> Philly. No, I hate Philly. Go away. <laughs> All right, um, that's it. I mean, victory Sunday. But this has been this has been a very sad victory Sunday. This has been. It could have been so much sadder. It could. It, I was prepared. I mean, I, I honestly, I thought we were going to lose it. I was, I was ready to just walk out of your house, not even record this podcast, and ignore society. Yeah. So it is what it is. We won victory Sunday. the The Wizards start the season on Thursday. The Caps are playing. It doesn't matter. It's just all that matters is the first round of the playoffs. And they fell the to the DC Flyers, curse. man. They fell to the Flyers. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's another DC team losing to Philly. It's not a good omen. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, catch us later this week on um, the DTC hotline. Catch us on Twitter at Defeating the Curse, on Instagram at Defeat the Curse, and on our uh, blog at DefeatingTheCurse.com. Any final thoughts, FP? Hail to the Redskins. Please do better next week. Hail to the Redskins. I think we're, we're a little upset today, but I, I really – we're the eternal optimists. Wait till tomorrow and – Actually, give it 30 minutes until, you know, we start watching some other poo-poo teams at 4 o'clock and we feel much better about ourselves. I mean, so, a final thought, man. Come on. Hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. We are out.